And we are live on location, everybody. This is Permission to Speak, sir. Sunday, October 29th. It's almost Halloween. There's a lot of spooks out there. I'm joined by my dad, Charlie Thomas, today, and this is Permission to Speak, sir. Shake my hand, <laughs> Booger Man. Shake my hand. It's funky, brother. It's funky, Booger. <laughs> funky Booger. Look at his hand. Yeah. Remember, we did uh, one a while back after we watched him on a yeah. pregame or something, and then we did a podcast about him. It's always Halloween when he's on air, and brother. It was Booger Mitt. But, uh, <laughs> Booger Mitt. We did Booger Mitt, and a lot of you liked it, so we're bringing the Booger back. <laughs> and But his pinky, seriously. It's a little funky, just I like mean, that, that interception. Really is what it looks like. It's funky, like that interception, according to uh, whoever that guy was. Yeah, that so cussed we, live on air. So we saw that. Uh, I saw that on a replay. Yeah. You didn't see it live. No, right? I did not. Okay. And the guy said, what? It was funky interception. And what did they think he said? <laughs> the F word. The F word. <laughs> booger. Booger, say the F word out loud. Yeah, Booger loved it. <laughs> I bet Booger cusses. Oh, he's he a Anybody fun- has a f- hand hey. looks like that, he's got a Hey, cuss. he's a funky man, brother. He's a funky Booger man. <laughs> I get sick, though. <laughs> After I look at it too long... <laughs> You get a little nauseous. I get nauseous, man. You get a little queasy. A little queasy in the booger, man. I need to get rid, or somebody's got to put something over that. (laughs) A a legit mitt, the booger mitt. I know, but he doesn't wear it. (laughs) It's not sponsored. Can you imagine he's going up and says, trick or treat, and he puts out that paw? (laughs) Could you imagine that poor lady? He's got some Twix in between his fingers. Oh, yeah, he's got a little bit. I mean, it's straight down. Yeah, it's. It's oh. it's pretty messed up. Yeah. Hey, but at least he has a clue what he's talking about. No, you know, that is funny you said yeah. that because we can go into that real quick before high school football yeah. since you said that. Yep. He is one of the few guys that I don't mind listening to about, you know, his sport, football. He knows Right, it. yeah, he right. He's and, played it. He was really good. Um, and that's one of my biggest gripes is the, uh, the idiots before game, halftime, yeah. and post-game. I, you know, I, I. Well, here's the question: Why do we listen to it? I think America in general should go on strike and not yes. listen to these buffoons. I, you know, when you, I don't know. The pregame, I think, is the worst because yeah. they're all acting like they know what's going to happen, right. and then they do the little "I pick this team," uh-huh. I pick, and they're never right. Or well, yeah. Right. Well, it's just like Sunday night. There's going to be ten people that pick who wins. Yeah. They don't ten, have a clue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ten guys. Yeah. Whereas, like I've said. Why not just have the people that do the game? Right. They're just trying to give everybody a job, basically. And to be honest, to be honest, the thing I could put up with the most is the pregame. I, that I don't mind. Postgame, I <laughs> hate with a passion. Yeah. Because they all think they're coaches. Oh, I would have did this. You're not on the field coaching. Right. And you then the halftime. any idea what's going the on. The halftime, yeah. I think they should do something else with that altogether. Well, like, well, you know how, I, like, at the Super Bowl, they have, like, you know, like, yeah, let's just do that every halftime. Then. And also, you know what they used to do in the old days? You'd watch the band. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how, how about have a band or some, anything other than what they do? So, yeah. uh, and that's mainly professional, although college game day does it too. Right. But there's only one of them. Yeah. The NFL's got like 50 different little groups. Fox, CBS, oh, NFL Network. They're all idiots. Yeah. I mean, they really Amazon are. Amazon Prime, whatever yeah. the crap that is. Yeah. That show they got there. Um, and but they always have, this is what they have. They have a female lead. <laughs> they have a white, a black, yep. hopefully a Hispanic like Tony Gonzalez. Yep. And then they have some 
so-called colorful guy like uh, uh, the guy at the beard. What's his name? I'm uh, Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. It's yeah. Colorful. Right. Uh, it's so predictable. Yeah. It's so pathetic. So that's our two cents on that. And uh, that would take a topic off at the end, but that's okay. Um, well, you're talking about bands. Uh, talk about high school football. I know Central got upset. Um, Central Morton got Morton. upset. Yeah. Uh, the winners in our area were Metamora, Washington, and uh, Notre Dame. So Notre Dame is holding up the Peoria, you know, part of it. Right, which we don't even claim Notre Dame. No, so we don't claim that. Notre Dame as part of Peoria because they're not. They're private, and they got their own set of rules. But uh, – very surprised by the central outcome. I watched the whole game. Um, I, I don't get it. I mean, the onside kick, see, you can't argue with it because it works so much for them. But when you're in this kind of game and you're giving a really good team the ball at the 45 or 50, I just don't – I don't no. get that part. Yeah, well, it was funny because, you know, like the beginning of the game you were like, oh, you know, Julius, I'm moving the ball that well. And I was like, well, give it time, you know, because yeah. it was almost like a feel out type of thing because Central tweaked on that one fourth down when they went for yeah, it. And I was right. like, I, like, I get you're on the 35 40. It's like you might as well punt it if you have the lead. I mean, to me, that didn't make any sense. But again, I never coached football, but this has to be an embarrassment for Central and obviously an embarrassment for Morton just based oh, yeah. on the seasons they've had. Well, uh, Central was a five seed, lost to a 12. Right. And Morton at was home. At home. Morton was a two seed at home and lost to. A 15 seed. Right, yeah, so that's... I, an, I didn't look, but I, that's what it normally is. Yeah, that's a failure of a season. Yeah, see, all that good things they did. Right. And now it's all ruined. Yeah. In my opinion, I mean, if I was the coach, I'd feel like it, the season was a failure. Yeah. Because well, it's all about state tournament run. Right. You can't lose your first game. No, especially in football, right? Because you have to have a winning, a winning record to be in it anyway. And... To, you know, Morton's a two seed. You lose to a 15. Like, yeah, yeah that, that can't happen. Yeah, that cannot happen, especially as a first year coach. Um, kind of over exceeded expectations, I bet, as far as what they expected. Regular season, but yeah, when you play but East again, who Peoria, cares? Canton. Yeah, the, yeah, the regular season doesn't matter. No. J- and and any sport, it doesn't matter. This is why people don't watch NBA all right. year because it, it just doesn't matter. No, football, doesn't. the NFL matters more. Yeah, because there's less games. Right. It's the obvious reason. Yeah. That's why it's the best sport to watch. Exactly. Because no one's going to kick a game off. No. Whereas in the NBA, we already have people set. <laughs> yeah. And there's been four games played. Right. But anyway, so high school football uh, will be in the second round for three locals. And then uh, next week, I'm pretty sure that uh, basketball starts practice for real. So that's exciting. For yeah, Thanksgiving tournament's coming up. Yeah. I know uh, the Tournament of Champions, I'll be curious who plays out there. I doubt we go. Metamore's in it. I know. Okay. So Metamore's I don't in know it. who they play. Oh, you know, I already know. They play Notre Dame. Interesting. Metamore and Notre Dame play. Koch gets his little revenge game there. The Dylan kids, so they'll be yeah. playing against each other. So um, That should be a blowout. Um Remember when we went that one year and there was a kid that had one arm? Yeah, the one arm. That was insane. Was something <laughs> yeah, else, that he was, was crazy. So good. I, I, I know he went D1 somewhere. I mean, I haven't followed it since, but just watching him in person was unreal for having one arm. And we have so many players that complain about so much. Yeah. And that man no. is out there with one arm yeah. competing. And something he obviously just loves yeah. beyond And anything. just basically killing people. Oh, just 
dunking on people. Yeah, it was. I wild. mean, he's shooting over eighty. Yeah, from the line. No, it was wild. It was wild. That was fun. I'm glad we were there. Yeah. For oh, that. yeah, for because sure. You're not going to see anything like that. No, because that's something like where you try to explain to people, like yeah. unless they actually see it, they're not going to understand it. Even like highlight film, like just watching the game, it was unreal. It was, and he, he guarded people. Yeah. I mean, it was. Like you just said, unless you were there, you have no idea what. Yeah, you, that was wild. It was wild. That was so cool. So, um, nothing else real local right now. You know, this we talk a lot of teacher stuff on this uh, permission to speak, sir. But there has, I'll be honest, there's not much going on. So, uh, I, I'm probably not going to hit much again today. And I'm, for the teachers that listen, I apologize. But we are thinking of, about maybe throwing an, an extra pot in through the week. And just have it focused just on District 150, uh, what's going on, what's new, and Hank and I are going to bounce that around. But uh, believe me, if I had anything really important, I would be bringing it up. And you guys know that about me. So uh, what's the next topic you want to get to? Well, since the main sex, uh, suspect is dead. Yeah, um, shout out to all those families, my God. Yeah, that's an insane topic. Um, let's talk about Halloween costumes for adults. <laughs> I, I, I know Taylor wants me to dress up with my daughter for Halloween, which I'm not really in favor of. But if you're dressing up in a costume going to work out, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Going to work out. Is that what you said? Yeah, going to lift, run, whatever workout means to you. If you're wearing a costume, you ought to be ashamed. Okay, I, I'm 100% on that. What about these these people that dress up and have Halloween parties? <laughs> yeah, that, at I mean, their home or, yeah, that's a or little at the place of business. Right. Yeah, that's a little. Um, more insane, but... But you know what? I think a lot of people do that. Don't you think so? Well, I, I, I guess I'm in the minority of people that don't do that, so I guess I'm... I've yeah, never, I've point, never guess, once did it right, in my yeah. life. I've been to Halloween parties, mm-hmm. and I would always get yelled at if I came... This is way... We're talking 35 years ago. Yeah. If I walked in... I remember one time I had on a pair of aqua shoes... And I said I was a lifeguard, but I had on regular clothes. <laughs> and these all these idiots were dressed up. But when you go to a business on Halloween and they're, the employees are dressed up, I just feel kind of weird about that. Yeah, I mean, it's a little weird, obviously, dealing with that at a gym that I work at where people are dressing up as Barbie. So I just I can't imagine people dressing up and then plan to work out in that costume. Yeah, it's, I mean, I don't understand it. It's just one of my pet peeves, I guess. You know, I feel like every year, like when Halloween comes around, it's like, you know, like that's a kid thing, in my opinion, yeah. um, to go get candy. <laughs> I don't understand yeah. adults dressing up, but what do I know? What do we know? All right. Um, that's a weird topic. As you can tell, we bounce around, but you got to remember we're talking about that was people yeah, working That's out. just a quick little infomercial for you folks out there. Yeah, so don't, don't wear stupid costumes. Yeah, don't dress up. Please don't. If you do, don't come to my house trick or treat. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to get a slug in your toe. I'll put a slug in your toe. <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, let's get into the NBA a little bit because it is full fledged on the go now. Um, and I th- I said this a minute ago. We already got players setting out. Yeah, uh, after game one. And all right. they, the only difference is Adam Silver is that they say they're hurt. Mm-hmm. I got a sore foot. I got a sore ankle. I don't know how you argue with that. I you mean, can't. I'm talking about Adam I mean, Silver. Yeah, well, that's where his rule goes back. Like, stars can't sit out. It's like, dude, if they're hurt, they're hurt. I mean, it's going to be kind of hard to – like, they're not just going to say they're sitting out for rest now, I guess. It's going to be an excuse. My but, foot, my ankle, my back, whatever. 
Now, the rules are still in place. He did change some about awards, right? Yeah, you have to play, have to play a, a certain, certain amount of games. Yeah. Or whatever the number was. I don't really care anything about that. But and, Well, exactly. You don't care, so do the players care? Well, it depends on what accolades they're yeah. concerned about. Right, like if it's a contract thing, for example. Like a lot if of the, players have that. Right, where if they make all NBA and they're under contract, they get a bonus or, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. A yeah, lot. so obviously those players care. But the players that don't have any incentive, you know, it's going to be kind of hard to – you know, but all, the, all, let, let's be honest about something here. The players that don't have any incentives, we don't care if they set out. Well, yeah, that's true. I, <laughs> I, just, mean, I just don't understand how like <laughs> the talented players are already sitting out with injuries. Why are they hurt already? And if you're that good, we're talking about really good players, why would you want to sit out? Don't you love basketball? Don't you want to play every chance you can? Right. Well, that's kind of like what Kawhi and Paul George are saying. Like, man, like if we could play, we would. You know, so I don't. I, I don't think any good players just sitting out to sit out, but well, you, you never know, I guess. Yeah, I, I really don't know anymore because it, it seems to be a wide variety of guys, like you said, that set out now. And, boy, you, and I know it's the old crap. I always say I'm old, and, but no one set out back in the day. They all played. Yeah. Always. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When we went to Bulls games, there was never no chance Michael Jordan wouldn't be playing. Unless we knew ahead of time he had an actual injury. But, yeah, I mean, right. he wasn't going to, oh, I'm tired tonight. I'm hung over tonight. I'm not playing. No, they still played. Charles yeah. Barkley, you know, he tells stories of being so hung over he could hardly get out of bed, but he's playing that night. Yeah. So. No, yeah, it's pretty wild. I mean, obviously it's just a different um, era now, but. With that rule in place of playing 65 games, I feel like anybody that's worth anything will play 65 games this year. Yeah. I, I'd be shocked. I mean, unless it's like a season-ending injury or something right. like that. And, you know, when it, when he ties it into the end-of-season awards, if that's an important thing, hopefully that will make the difference. We don't know, though, because this will be the first year, right? Right. And then the All-Star games going back to East and West. I don't know what that really means. I know they're not doing an elimending anymore, so it's real basketball again. Yeah. Um, so that could be kind of fun to watch just because it's something different. You know, I, I, I feel like you have to keep switching that you know, type of stuff up. What it's, about the in-season tournament, fan or not? Um, I mean, I am just because I think it will bring more competitive nature to the game itself. Because, again, 82 games is insane for a season. But at the same time, you are, you know, a professional. You know, they've been doing this forever. So, like we're saying, it's a lot because the product just gets watered down so much. Hopefully, this will bring the product up a little bit. Yeah, so it, it I got some of the details on it. It looks like every team will get four games. And then they seed you after that. Or I don't know if all – no, no. all the Not every team will advance from that point. I gotcha. So it'd be like the top two in each pool or something, or maybe just the top one. That part I didn't see, but I was, so there's 86 games automatic now. Huh. And then some of those teams will play a couple more. So these tournament games aren't a part of the season? I don't think so. Not the way I read it. And then it all ends in Vegas for the tournament. Right. So again, it all goes back to money. Just like two week period. Yeah. It all goes back to money. Just like AAU does. I mean, it's the same type of crap. Yeah. Yeah. So no wonder what they get it from. Yeah. (laughs) You got NBA doing in season tournaments to what, to give players extra money, extra incentive to play. It's like, that's their job is to play basketball. Yeah. But I mean, I'm going to watch it just because it's something new, but I think it's going to be just like the same old thing. It's going to be, it's going to get watered down at some point. They're not going to care. Right. I don't right. know. And it's insane that you're getting that much money not to care about your profession, but millions, millions yeah. of dollars, any place else 
you can't, unless you own the business, I guess you can take any day off you want. But other than owning the business, in the real world, you got to show up. Yeah. You got to show up and work, but whatever. You know, we can go round and round about that with the, the players. I would love to have a set in a room with them discussing this. What makes you think you can sit out? I mean, I just don't get what they think, but whatever. And it used to be, well, you'd set out so that you'd be ready for the end of the season. You know, I, yeah, I that's what they used to say. Yeah, you can. Well, I don't know. Whatever. Like I said, I've never done it, and I. Yeah, we'll see how it transpires. I no. was in college eligible to play 128. I played 127. The one I set out, I was suspended because I talked back to the coach, and I deserved <laughs> the game setting out. Even though at the time I about killed him, but I deserved it. I deserved. It. I've talked back. The coach can't do that. So uh, he set me out one game. There's rules, everybody. And uh, I felt even worse because we lost that game to a team that we probably would have won if I played. Not because I'm unbelievably great, because there was the normal team that we would have beat if we had the normal lineup and all the rotation. You know, see, people forget how selfish you are when you set out. That messes up rotations and it messes up everybody else's how they play, especially in the NBA. Because I think they have a cart, seven minutes, Kawhi, you're out. Mm -hmm. You know, LeBron, you're out. Although LeBron was supposed to have management, and he played the whole fourth yeah. quarter. Well, it's funny because I remember Persage made me suspended me a game for um, saying he didn't want to win, yeah. which by what occurred, anybody with a brain cell would feel that way. Right. Um, and I didn't even <laughs> – that's a whole different discussion because of how it got relayed back to him. I didn't necessarily say it to him. Right. Somebody overheard it and snitched, but – um. And then we lose the next game. Yeah. So again, it's that whole thing. It's like you're trying, you're trying to prove a point to lose. I don't necessarily agree with that with coaching. I feel like there's a different way to handle it. But maybe yeah. your situation was a little different. But oh, I was on the bench and I got taken out. I didn't think I should, and I let him have it in front of the crowd. Big mistake. I got what I deserved, and I, I hate it because, uh, I'm in. You know, your sounds like a little different than mine. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was. Mine was in the, in the, the shower for crying out no, loud. No, no, yours was in a locker room. Mine was in front of the world. And by the way, at Eastern, we were home. So what did that mean? It was sold out. Yeah, it was sold out every home game I played. Right. And uh, so anyway, anyway, shout out Coach Eddie, who rest in peace, one of my favorite coaches of all time. So anyway, all right, let's move on because we are talking a bunch about some stuff here. We got. Uh, uh, AAU, you mentioned it. Let's go into that a little bit. Um, yeah, how it's all for money. Yeah, but, and what sparked you recently? <laughs> well, Gilbert Arenas, shout out the voice of reason here. Yeah, carries um, a gun into the locker yeah. room. Shout out Agent Zero. Um, <laughs> Agent Zero. Yeah, he was just talking about how you know AAU teams have different branches and it's all for money. It's not about the person or the player per se. You have a bronze team, a silver team, a gold team. He's like, this is just stupid, you know. And to his point, he was kind of saying like how shoe companies like Adidas should just pick like 10 players who they think are like really good. Well, I thought they did that. No, but like what he said, like, like no political thing. Oh, like, okay. Like, okay. Like, like, yes. You know, like, like you can't buy your way on the right, team. I right, guess right, right. He was, gotcha. saying. he was like, that would eliminate a lot of problems. And they were talking about like the overseas model, you know, how they play. There's no college over there. You know, it's more of like. Hey, if you're going to be a professional, here you go, right? So Luca's playing professional basketball at 16. He doesn't have a college degree, no. for example. So no. Luca's an anomaly as far as talent goes, but he's just talking about the model of how they do it over there. And it was just interesting to hear somebody 
of his caliber saying, hey, AAU's a, a joke, basically. So I thought that was funny because we've been saying that for birth because it's all a money grab. These coaches, I don't care who's coaching you. I don't care what. It's all about opportunity, meaning who's watching you play. These coaches don't give a crap. They're just – I just don't think they care. Right. If you're right. taking money from someone that has no chance of playing college basketball or you're going to play in D3, what's the point of playing AAU? I – you know my feelings on this, right, yeah. and, and back it just when, solidified my feelings basically. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I'm not crazy. <laughs> yeah, back when uh, when I coached at Woodruff, that became a instant issue, where it was not at Central because Bisher didn't play, and I learned from him, so I didn't play. Talking about AAU, uh, my guys had to come to my stuff first. I don't care if it was the Nike Peach Jam or whatever those stupid names they come up with. Uh, you had to be at my practice or you were not going to play the next game or limited role, depending on who you were. That, that, you know, you just couldn't play AAU and miss my stuff. But in our area, we have a couple teams that think they're gods of AAU around here. Well, that's kind of – it was funny because Rash, uh, Rashad McCantis, who yeah. played at North Carolina, he's on the podcast. I mean, he's goofy as crap, but he made a good point. He's like, you know, these coaches don't see the kids until – the season basically right so right he's like he's like you know if you run a certain thing and they're not used to it you yeah. know it's just like a conflict all around with aau rather it's high school and then going into college you know these kids don't have an understanding of how to be coached because aau doesn't coach that's what gilbert arenas is basically saying he's yeah. like there's no coaching involved it's just an open gym it's open season um it's pretty much a joke to the game of basketball, basically. Yeah. I mean, even like when I go play pickup now, it's like if any of these kids played AAU or whatever, they're just not being coached. They have no idea how to play basketball. No. And it's not going to change because it makes too much money for these idiots. No, right, yeah. I mean, they're literally – some of these coaches, that's their full-time job. Right. And because I just saw the other day, uh, you know, we always think about AAU in the summertime. But that crap doesn't stop. It goes right up to the mm-hmm. season starts. I, I saw they had a tournament somewhere because the Jeremy Fears recruit yeah. was going to go to that. And there's a lot of that that goes on. And uh, first of all, you don't have certified coaches. I always use the word certified, and all that means is someone that really knows what they're doing. Uh, do you need a degree? No, but you got to know how to coach basketball. And then giving everybody equal opportunity, which never happens in AAU. So Yeah, but they but- – but the kids that are really good don't pay, and the kids that aren't pay. So that's that. Yeah, so the the bottom of the barrel, so to speak, pay for everybody else's. Right, exactly. Just, you know, well, I got to get this guy. And it's always funny because they always announce it on Twitter. He's our new uh, recruit for yeah. this this AAU team. We signed him. What are you talking about signing? All you did is convince him to play for you for free and I'll get Jolie Roly from right, or if not, pay him to play. Yeah, which there's which that, that I'm goes sure on some too. do that yep. too. Uh, you heard a lot of stories up north around Chicago yeah, right. that they pay these players right, to play, and I mean which is what, illegal. Well, that's what Gilbert Arenas is saying too. Yeah. He's like, well, they get paid to play, so yeah. he's like, you're gonna pay this kid to play, and you're gonna charge this kid six hundred bucks to play. Yeah, that's how you make your money. Yeah, it's it's it's, su- it's such a sad thing, and our area is definitely got some of that going on. Uh, I mean, I almost feel like if you support or coach AAU, I mean, it's just hard to actually like. Serious. Yeah, because if I ask you a question, there's no answer you could say that makes sense. No. no. If you're trying to work on your craft as a coach, that would be the only answer you could say. And that's not real coaching. Yeah, what plays do you run? Yeah, what play? And you run None. somebody else's stuff. Yeah, you're not I mean, running any play. 
I don't even know what you're doing. You know, I've been to a lot of them over the years. You know, you played. Right. The teams we played against were real AAU. We weren't. No, yeah, but it's funny because I remember when I played with a different team, they were like, oh, this is a – I'm like, dude, like, there's no one here. It's like, what am I doing? You know, it was like fake crap. It's like not not like we – paid a lot to play for example right, but at right. the same time it's like you're advertising something that's not here so it was just a waste of our time and and again after i got hurt i'm like i'm not gonna go play it like it was just stupid no i i, I don't know the you answer expect me to come off the bench for something like i'm not doing yeah. that yeah yeah it's it's crazy. it really is crazy and it's not gonna get any better no i mean if someone someone organized an aau team the, we even talked about this a little bit. If you're going to organize an AAU team, first of all, you have one. You have one right. team. You don't and, have bronze, silver, and gold. And <laughs> you make it out where, yeah, you're always going to have guys that are better than others. But you figure out a way to make it even, and you figure out a way to play it. You don't have three. You just have six to seven people on the team then right. instead right. of 12. There's ways to do it, right, is all we're trying to say. So, anyway, um we're going to bounce back to football now, college football a little bit. We, there was a few things that happened recently. Uh, we're trying to get some clarification because we're, we're not completely sure about everything here. So maybe somebody out there knows what we're talking about and has an idea. But uh, the first one was the protest. That You said that was Southern Cal, right? Yeah, I'm about to Google it real quick, everybody. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because this, it was wild. I saw it on Instagram. These people are sitting at midfield. Yeah, it was USC versus California. Um, they delayed the start of the game. So I guess it wasn't mid-game they ran out there, but before the game they were just ran out and set at midfield. It's like, just start the game, run those idiots over. What was the protest? Do we know? Yeah, I don't have any clarification on okay. that, unfortunately. But it just goes back to show you that how dumb some people are. Yeah, I don't know what they were protesting. Uh, we'll find out and maybe talk about it at a later date. But if anybody knows me... You know, you can email us or text Hank or I because I'd love to know the real thing. Right? Um, yeah, I'd love to know what was going on. I mean, it, I mean, you could say some. They're protesting the war. Uh, I mean, yeah, I get it, but that's not the place. That's not the place to do it. No. You're just trying to get attention for yourself, not the cause. Um, that you know, protesting. I'm not against protesting ever. I mean, if you want to pro, but do it appropriately at the right time. You're screwing up a college football game that's on national TV. That's why you're out at half court. Right, yeah. It's a pre-game half court. demonstration. <laughs> I got basketball yeah. in my head, midfield. Well, it's just, you know, it's, it, it's again, it's a pre, you know, it's before the game. I don't know. It just added a lot of unwanted drama. Um, right. Yeah. And like I said, I don't care what the protest was for. It said justice for I-V-O-N-N-E. Which, again, I have no idea what that means. Yeah, I guess we're Sounds not like up a on person. The, no. the acronyms. Um, whatever. Well, USC actually won, so good for them, I guess. It was guess. overtime, wasn't it? Yeah, 50-49. It was 50 a, wild, to 49, what a um, wild game to watch. At California, so yeah. I guess that benefited them. Screw the home team, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, the other thing that happened in college football was the snowball. <laughs> yeah, Colorado State, little snowball fight. Yeah. And I don't know who won that game, but the fact that the student section got the team a 15-yard penalty is comedy yeah. for just whacking snowballs on people. You know, when you first told me that, it brought me back to Eureka home basketball games. Oh, just losing their minds, yeah. yeah. How they used to lose their minds, yeah. and then, oh, boy, the mole took them away. Yeah. 
Uh, and speaking of the mole, where's he at now? Oh, exactly. He's not yeah. there anymore. I wonder how this AD is going to feel about that. Yeah, well, I think that. I think right. I, uh, you, Hank has a uh, alumni game coming up next Saturday. I might sit in that row and be, <laughs> and be crazy. Yeah, a little, yeah <laughs> a little different environment. Should I just get teed up for just to get teed yeah, up type of thing? Happens, yeah, see what the AD does. <laughs> but, uh, no, the, throwing snowballs, eh, it's kind of funny, kind of silly. Uh, would I do it personally? Probably not, but I, I'm not. I'm not. I don't hate the people that did it. It's just kind yeah, of I funny, mean, really. Right. It just depends how the game's going. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to never hurt your home team, obviously, right. but it is kind of funny throwing snowballs. Oh, it's and comedy. Apparently, in Colorado, they got enough snow to throw snowballs. Yeah. So, um, I just thought that was hilarious. I got a penalty for it. I guess was the funny that, thing. Because, because like at the Bills, man, they're the. I mean, I know it's NFL, but they'll throw beer, snowballs. Oh, yeah. they, they don't care, they don't care. there. So. No, they don't care. I but just thought that was funny. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, here at the end of the podcast, we're going to talk about the Bears like we always do. Um, Sunday night football. Sunday night football. Where is Faith Hill? Uh, <laughs> as all, <laughs> Carrie Underwood is fantastic, but I'm sorry you're not Faith Hill. Uh, they got at the Chargers tonight. On NBC. Tyson Bajent. He's 1-0, bro. Bajent. Bajent. 1-0. Um, should be fun, man. I'm just looking here at the scores. Bears last four games, 28 points scored, 40 points, 13 and 30. Yeah. 13's the anomaly there. <laughs> against the Vikings, who, again, I mean, appear to have a good defense today against the Packers. Um, the Chargers defense sucks. Um, I'll go, at least we're doing score predictions, right? Yeah, let's wait a second, though. Okay. What and by you got? the way, you mentioned the Vikings. We're still in the division. Vikings quarterback Cousins got hurt today, so. Yeah, that's not looking too about, good. Yeah, yeah. It's an ankle, which if it's any kind of a bad ankle, it's weeks. Well, either way, if he misses a game, they're not losing. Or not they are winning. not winning. Yeah. Not winning. They are going to lose every game he does not play. Yeah. and He's uh, been the reason they've won the last four games. Right, right. So uh, started zero and three. Yeah. <laughs> so they've been on the yeah. they've been on a tear recently. Three and one or whatever. And as I look at the Bears here, they got one, two, three, four, and then they play at Minnesota Monday night after Thanksgiving. So be curious see if he's back by then. Yeah. And then you know you look at the end of their schedule: Cardinals, Falcons, Green Bay. I mean, there's three wins at the end. Yeah. So be curious see what the Bears can do these next three weeks, and then they got at Detroit, then at Minnesota. So that could be pretty tough. But their next two games are on the road, I guess. Yeah. And for four out of their next five are on the road. Yeah. And we're on, like, like we said, prime time tonight. Oh yeah. And, uh, Dion loves that, huh? Yeah. Prime time. Aren't, aren't they four and four now? Yeah. They're four and four. They yeah. Butt kick pretty yep. good. Yeah. And like, I, like we said, like three weeks ago, we're done talking yeah, about them. Prime time is no time. Um, okay. So chargers, we're at the chargers. Uh, we know about the chargers. Their, their secondary is weak. They got a great quarterback in my opinion, but, you never know. And they've got two outstanding pass rushers. Good luck, rookie. Yeah, shout uh, out Khalil Mack. We miss you. Yeah, we do. After them seven sacks in one game. Uh, the other side guy's not too shabby either. Um, Bosa, yeah. Bosa. Um, well, you were getting ready to say a number. Go ahead. I'll let you go first. 27-24, Chicago on the road. Beijing is 2-0, and baby. Oh, boy. I think it's going to have to be high scoring this time because I think the Chargers are going to give up some points, plus the Bears. It's going to be hard to contain. Well, you know what's funny is we got 30 last week. Yeah. So, but I don't know. I don't know either. I'll, well, one of that was a pick six, I guess. Yeah, and you got to remember, too, you got the two ends coming at that young guy. 
That's why you got to run the ball. Yeah, and I running the ball makes it a shorter game, so maybe not yeah. as many points. So, what did you say? 27-24. 27-24. I actually think it's going to be around that, but I'm going to go slightly higher, 31-28. I think the Bears are going to beat them 31-20 on a late field goal. <laughs> yeah, we're waiting on Santos. She's coming Santos, will you day, help man. me out? I yeah. say it every week. I know, yeah. Come in and save the day for once. Yeah, please kick a late field goal. Uh, <laughs> I think if we can stay in the game we have a early, yeah. we got a chance because I think this guy's not going to make a ton of mistakes. Our, our, our rush defense recently has been unreal. Yeah, our so. defenses look better. Right, and again, they you know they like to run the ball with Eckler, so hopefully yeah. that stays par. I know Brisker's out, but hey, I mean – Against the Commanders, we had a lot of rookies out there. And, yeah. again, to your point, they play a little bit harder because they're trying to work for something Especially there. Especially at this – you know, we're about halfway through, so a lot of these guys are playing for next year. Yeah, and we have our an entire old line for this game just like last game, so I imagine he'll get protected somewhat solid as long as he doesn't mess up back there as far as, you know, miss a read or whatnot. Yeah. It should be fun to watch. Yeah. All right. Um, at Chargers, we'll be cheering them on. You better be there. Um NBC folks. NBC at they say seven twenty, but you gotta listen to the Sunday night football. Seven twenty two. <laughs> will be kickoff. All right. You got anything else? Anything you hate or mad no, about? Not this week. Um follow us on a uh, YouTube, Instagram at permission to speak, sir. Um send us some messages and um watch our YouTube clips and uh Instagram clips. And we're on Spotify. And could be news down the road. Yeah, a I mean a bit about leagues about working out all kinds of stuff uh we'll let you permission know permission to speak know. sir might be on the road everybody stay tuned yes